0: Here at Propulsion Swimming, we are massive fans of anyone who is moving the needle in the sport of swimming. And the AP Race London International is certainly an event that is doing that. Both myself and Dan attended last year's competition where some of the biggest international swimmers were on display. This year, the competition is going to be held between the 25th and 27th of May, again at the iconic London Aquatic Centre. Tickets start from just £1 and are on sale now at event.aprace.com club with golden tickets available for poolside size where you will be meters from the action and if you want to race in the competition entries open on the first of march if you want any more information follow the link in the description of this podcast
1: as much as it sucked it, <laughs> 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 and there were points where i was like are we absolutely mental for making quite a significant change in olympic year like should mm-hmm. i just stick through it um I think that now we are starting to really see like the positive side of it. And uh, yeah, it was just the fact that I, I don't know. I just, knew i just knew it was gonna work so um i just stuck with it even though yeah it wasn't easy
0: (laughs) hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the propulsion swimming podcast i'm your host scott and back with me as always is my good friend dan and plenty to go through on this week's episode as we are reviewing last week's world championships a very successful meet on the british side as there are two new world champions to talk about one of which is going to be joining us later on in this show one olympic qualified relay finally um and so many more talking points as well as like international swimmers just crushing it because world records in february what on earth
2: yeah well, i mean we may have labeled this meet as possibly the weirdest world champs that we've probably ever had um mm. the build-up to it obviously being in february is very difficult to kind of tell where these summers are but there were some very fast swims i mean a massive world record was broken i mean a it was a big, big world record, record as well, yeah, which I'm pretty sure no one saw coming. Um, some of the races were just amazing. And i tell you what, the Paris Olympics, based on that, are truly going to be special.
0: Yeah, let's start with that then, because what this meet did for me in terms of heading towards Paris is showed the depth in world swimming, yes. what is really on offer. Because usually at world championship level meets this top level, the media coverage and the interviews and everything gets swallowed by the usual suspects, which are yes. the Americans, the Australians. But what this showed me was that world swimming's deep right now. To make an Olympic mm-hmm. final in Paris is gonna be an achievement in itself. I think just a yeah. fact to show how diverse these world championships were. There were thirty different countries that medaled, and That's some crazy. of like the lesser known swimmers actually got a chance to stand out.
2: And I think that's the big talking point. Your, yeah. Let's say your fringe, your 4th, 5th, 6th sort of finalists, these guys are now suddenly on the podium based on these worlds. I mean, yeah. I'm going to throw a name here. Marit Steenbergen, who I think had one of her strongest meets probably ever. Um, she's now a world champion, and she's just swam a 52-2, right, for yeah. the 100? Yeah. That, that's really good going. I think that, that challenges a lot of girls in that event. And the fact that she has now got onto that podium, stood on top of the podium, is that now a massive confidence booster? I think I think it is. I think it's a massive confidence booster. And it's not just her. Claire Kazan is another one. She swam yeah. very, very well. Um, would she be on top of the backstroke podium? When you've got Kelly and you've got Reagan yeah,
0: come Paris. Uh,
2: I don't it, know. It's difficult, right? It's difficult, but, she, but she's got the top of the podium and that, again, with that new confidence that she's got, is she now a potential gold medalist? Who knows? A 205 and the 200 backstroke in February... That's good. That's decent.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's only the third person ever to do a triple in a stroke. Yeah, exactly. She won yeah. the 50, 100 and 200, which is wild when we were like ranting and raving about how <laughs> yeah. special it was when Katie McEwen did it last year. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It's it's like suddenly for people who cover swimming, like me and you and for the avid watcher of swimming, there's so much more knowledge that everyone has gained going into Paris. Yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, you know what? Marit Steenberg, dark horse for the podium. Like come a yeah, 100 free. Like, yeah. That's a fast time she went. Um yeah. like I think we'll dig into this in like a video on the YouTube channel, but I very much think this is like the Phelps effect. The fact that there is this Possibly. deep in swimming right mm. now, because it's so many years after his Beijing Olympic triumph, the eight goals. Yeah. Dan, I'll let you do the math. I think it's sixteen years now. Essentially,
2: I'll do. I'll go with it. Yeah.
0: And what you'll find in is that these people who are now making their way onto the world scene. Will have been like growing up in the sport very infancy when Phelps was big, yep, and maybe yep. this is why it 's such a broad net now in world swimming and why it is going to be so hard to make a pope, not even a podium a final in paris
2: I think it just makes the sport so much better yeah. like it 's good to have your global superstars at the moment you'd probably say leon Machard is probably the, the guy, right, but the fact but yeah. that there's other people who are now challenging that sort of position. It's not just him. It's Molly O'Callaghan, Summer McIntosh, those guys, but there's swimmers underneath.
0: There's so many swimmers
2: underneath. There's there's a lot, especially the women's 200, and we'll we'll come on to that anyway. But um, yeah, maybe the the Phelps effect is coming into play here. It's an interesting one. We'll deep dive
0: into it closer to the Olympics, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Right, let's talk Brits then because this is a British swimming podcast. This is what our niche is. This is what we talk about. British swimming came away with eight swimming medals. Um, Not our predicted double digit that we Mm. kind of went into the meet thinking was possible. But we also said in the preview, we wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't get double digits because it's a free hit, a free hit to see what happens. And I want to start with open water because when that preview podcast was recorded, the open water hadn't happened. When it went live, it had happened. And we need to give these guys their props. Yes. So out of the four Olympic quota spots that were on offer in Doha, Three of them were secured by open water swimmers. Toby Robinson, Leah Crisp and Hector Pardo with Hector winning bronze. It kind of just shows that distance swimming in this country, especially the open water scene, is in a good, good place.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because you look at Leah Crisp who started as a pool swimmer. Mm. Amber Keegan started as a pool swimmer and I think some of these swimmers are now starting to make this transition thinking actually I am good enough. To swim in mm. the open water, and you've got the likes of Toby Robinson and Hector Pardo, who I would, who are say, I'd say, is open water specialists, and they they are swimmers to look up to, especially like, because they're a little bit old, aren't they? A little bit more experienced. They they know They've what they're doing. Been on doing. the scene for a while now. Absolutely, and of course Hector just won his bronze, so it's another way of inspiring the next lot of potential open water swimmers. I think it can only be a good thing in this country because I I think we've spoken about it before, especially on the women's side. Distance swimming is getting there it really, really is getting there. Really yeah getting there. and i think if maybe if the option is there to go to the open water side like leah Crisp was just done then by all means go for it
0: a fantastic decision by the looks of it with yeah. her and jamie main targeting the open water it was something like it must have been like a year ago now she started really targeting it we had her on the podcast where she said look the selection criteria to go for in the pool distance swimming it's just tough ledecky Causes very fast times for <laughs> nomination yeah. standards. You, you go to open water, you've just got to be in the top sixteen. Yeah, like that okay. It's in itself, you've got to get to worlds, you've got to be selected. It, I'm not. I'm making that sound like it's an easy achievement. It definitely <laughs> isn't. Not. Definitely yeah. isn't. Um I want to talk about Andy Manley as well because we've said this distance squad yeah. that they've got there is doing incredibly well. This worlds was right now. The crowning moment. It, I don't feel like it is. I feel like there's a lot more oh, to come.
2: I agree. I honestly think there is a lot to come. Obviously, the big talking point is Dan mm. Whiffin, yep. being the world champion for Ireland for the first time in both the 800 and the 1500. He's backed the
0: 15. Up.
2: Yeah, oh, well, he's backed up his world record swim from short course earlier yep. in the season to become world champion, and the times were very good, very good. I mean, I'll start with the 800. Uh, a 7:40. Is pretty good going, and especially when the world record is as hard as it well, is. Yeah, that's, you know that. That's you don't need really to worry good. about that world record. <laughs> that's it. But the biggest talking point is is that fifteen to go fourteen thirty four to be three seconds off the world record already. I believe it was a PB for him as well. I yep. think he had a, he had a bet with Andy, didn't he? The fact oh, that did he? they they were contemplating whether he was going to go PB and well, he's done it now. And obviously, ah, I, what do you reckon? Do you reckon he is now one of, if not the favorite? for the fifteen based on that swim. but it's difficult because some of the swimmers weren't there. Uh
0: the any the favourite in February is almost a yeah, no that's, from that's me. That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he is the strongest chance for a medal that Ireland will ever have at the end in the pool. Yep. Um I think he gets a medal. Right now it's what colour?
2: Yes. I think so as well. And so uh, based just... on this Based on the times, and of course, you throw in Half Nui, Sam Short, Bobby Fink, etc. I think the world record goes in Paris. Mm. I really do. I, I, the race is going to be spectacular, as we all know it. it has been for the last couple of years. And it's just great that we've got someone on almost home, so you know, just across the, the sea uh, in Ireland. And he is doing a fantastic job. And I think he's going to inspire so many Irish summers based on he's doing. Yeah, That's the definitely. exciting
0: thing. He's going to become a irish superstar this summer whatever happens um the eyes are going to be firmly on him for probably about a month in the summer which is (laughs) fantastic to see and then there were two more loughborough gold medals in the pool Freya colbert and laura stevens now we teased one of them is joining us on this show Mm. so we'll talk about the other one first yes Freya colbert in the 400 meters individual medley uh a prediction on our preview show that we got right. Finally, Ooh. we've got one of them. <laughs> um, we got the second gold as well, right? Because we predicted we did. that. That's true. Yep. Her, like, I watched her vlog in the lead up to worlds. And I was really interested that she was doing up four AMs with Max Litzfield, who also won a silver on yes. his comeback, which was fantastic to see. Yeah. And very much like we spoke in the lead up to worlds that this was going to be a confidence builder for especially the dave herming squad who really targeted this they they were like look we're going and we're going to swim well yes they came off the back of altitude so there was next to no taper like she literally got back from altitude and then two days later
2: flew out to doha yeah tough turnaround
0: but when we talk about confidence builder the fact that she was doing stand-ups i think it was like every week every day it might have even been every session 400 stand-up at altitude is nuts that's yep. hard so to then go do it and you could see that she had the back end to take down Gorbenko in that freestyle which was really yes. encouraging to see this time of year
2: it's good all round i think if you take a look at the women's four by two i think um, she swam yeah. really well in that again the back end speed which has clearly been a, a target for her i think it's a case of when it comes to the 400 im try and get through the first three legs as as best as you can, and then a the freestyle leg is she's got one of the best freestylers in IM right now. I tell her, she's side. there and
0: thereabouts. I think she's yeah. got to work on the fly, yes. I think that's the only thing right now. But the backstroke yeah. looks really good, the breaststroke's there or thereabouts, and the freestyle is exceptional.
2: Is good. Following. So yeah, exactly. If you if you're on, let's say the feet, well you, you sort of Gorbenko. If you're in within striking, yeah, if you're in within striking different distance, then Freya's got a great chance of overtaking you. Again, I know there's some extra names to throw in there. Summer McIntosh being the main one, obviously, <laughs> um, It's difficult to chase her down, of course. But um, <laughs> it, it's again, I'm going to throw it back to the confidence builder. Um, mm. She is now the champion of the world. That that must build her with something inside to be able to the right. I, I am able to stand on top of the podium. Yeah. Let's go into trials. Let's win trials. Let's go into Paris. And then you never know what happens. So yeah.
0: Do you know, she's, I think she's only 19 and she's now won world gold medals at the Commonwealth games medals at the European championships. How what? is she not getting a bigger profile in this country? Like I'm just so excited for what's possible this summer and then trials, almost that, that 4 a.m. head-to-head with Katie Shanahan.
2: It's yeah, going to be fun. Yeah, and not just that race as well. I mean, if she, I, I don't know if she's doing a 200 backstroke again with Katie Shanahan. I'm not sure um, not so she's doing that. But then a the 200 freestyle when she's face, facing the other Freya, Freya Anderson. And Abby. Uh, and... 200 a.m. Yeah, it, it's very exciting. I tell you what, those, those events that Freya is involved in, it's probably the more exciting events on the women's side, British-wise. Um, very exciting to see what she does. Um, and you touched upon Max Litchfield as well. I think we should talk about him more. Yeah, go for it. So those swims, I thought, were brilliant. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, obviously, he's come away with silver, which is absolutely fantastic. But the times is what I thought were quite eye-opening. Uh, he was pretty close to a PB in his two fly, mm. uh, slightly off on his 4.00 AM. But it's still, a 4.10 this time of year is pretty good going. So it's great to see him back in a GB hat. And long may it continue
0: yeah in terms of like men's 4am since the tokyo olympics when duncan and brodie williams essentially dropped the event there mm-hmm. has been a gap there's been a massive void like in terms of even nomination standards when it comes to british women no one has got anywhere near it they so it's it's like it's almost like a free hit for him in that event if he can go 410 now here he'll, he'll get the nomination time mm-hmm. for paris yeah, yeah, yeah. i would have thought at trials um and then he's off to another olympics and anything can happen 4am we saw well, there that there you go we we saw at Tokyo actually like the winning time yeah Leon Machard is here yeah, now no, right? the winning time yeah. in Tokyo wasn't that special like it wasn't yeah. doors off
2: I'm trying to remember what it was like four eight or four nine or something like that. So it yeah Mac, it Max came was, fourth. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those races. And he was... Oh, that's right. He was an outside lane, wasn't he? And you yeah. looked at the whole pool and you think, God, anyone could win this race. Yeah. And so Max Adolf, he had a great chance. Unfortunately, he came fourth. He's try- He's put that disappointment behind him, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, again, fingers crossed, all goes well at trials. Then he is on the plane to Paris. And then he can correct that fourth and hopefully stand on the podium of whatever colour medal it would be.
0: Let's talk about another Dave Hemmings swimmer then. Laura Stevens. she became the first female world champion for british swimming since 2011 a 13-year drought which is now gone and i'm delighted to say that laura is joining us now to talk all about it laura thank you for joining us on this week's episode um first of all like first thing to start with huge congratulations you're now the champion of the world how how does that sound
1: Thank you. Uh yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty good. Uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I don't think i ever tire of hearing that one really. Um it's uh it's a very nice title and uh well just something that has been, you know, an aspiration for a very, very long time. So uh, yeah, to finally hear it um is is a bit crazy really.
2: We were talking before uh, before you came on about this being a massive confidence builder for so many summers. Would you say that your confidence mm-hmm. has now been increased because of this performance, this swim?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, just being able to, going into the meet, I really just wanted, yeah, to take confidence away from it. That was the one of the main reasons why I entered it in the first place, because um, okay. obviously, as you can see, there are loads, loads of big names missing. And uh, the conversation around entering this meet for me was about, building confidence, using it as a good chance to practice doing a triple, you know, Mm. well, hopefully a heat semi-final and a final opportunity because you don't get that very often. Um, And it's something that I have struggled with in the past, like being able to do the three swims and get faster, progress through the rounds. So from that point of view, it it all just made sense to go get some practice in and, yeah, try and take away as much learning from the experience as possible.
0: How tough was it to do those three rounds of swimming, let alone you swim a two hundred fly off yeah. the, straight off the back of an altitude camp as well with no taper
1: yeah, yeah, it was uh it was tough, I mean, I went into it with a very open mindset, you know whatever we'll just see what comes out of mm. of the swims um, we had a lot of process goals in mind, things that I've been working on at altitude that were that was the main thing that we were focusing on, like right, let's see if we can start implementing some of the stuff because obviously end goal for us to be at, for me to be able to execute the perfect race let's say is going to be at trials and then following on hopefully in the summer mm. so it was a matter of really yeah getting to grips of practicing the stuff that we've done at altitude but because i mean it had been a great camp thoroughly enjoyed it probably i'd say one of my best altitude camps i've done okay. i kind of you know, I, I hope that I was in a good place. I knew that it was going to be a bit of to- a, a toss up between the fact that training was going really well. Equally, really good training means you're pretty tired. So, yeah. where were the swims going to kind of land in that spectrum? But they went well so yeah <laughs> what, were, what
2: were the things you were doing in altitude because a lot of your swims you've been taken out mm-hmm. strong at the beginning so have you been trying to work on that early 100 meter split for example and then mm-hmm. a, almost a case of hanging on a little bit yeah. towards the end
1: yeah yeah i mean um well what we've what, one of the things one of the big switches that i made this season um and a lot of credit for to dave for coming up with this idea because it's something i never would have thought of was actually changing my breathing pattern so I used okay. to try. I used to swim and um, ever and breathe every stroke, but we've actually switched now. So I breathe every other stroke because um, we found that technically it keeps me a lot flatter, and it actually gives me a lot more easy speed. So okay. and that's kind of what actually worked, and I well, I think it worked, and it showed at Worlds because yeah, to be out. I mean, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it in that final it did look like I was out fast because no one else went out fast like I
2: suppose, yeah. <laughs> at the end
1: <laughs> at the end of the day I mean a 28.5 first 50 and a, a 101 flat to 100 isn't actually that crazy okay. it just looked like I was going out fast because no one else really went with me <laughs> um which is which was good but um yeah there's still plenty like there's still a lot of work that needs to be done I think in going out probably even faster than that um in the in the future yeah
0: we say we say this meet has been like a confidence builder and you say you're building towards the perfect race at trials so what what does the perfect race look like for you
1: (laughs) um i don't well i don't even know just executing well uh my race plan i suppose working on my i'd like to set a new um like technical skills, personal best. That's something that we've been, we've been working on around turn, start, underwater. Okay. So basically, yeah, trying to put together a swim which is just technically executed really, really well, and uh, basically as little, and then in the free swim part of the race, as little breakdown as possible. That would be mm. that would be grand. I'd count that as perfect. I mean, but <laughs> the, but at the end of the day, I mean, there's never gonna. It's never gonna be the perfect swim. You're never gonna walk away from it like. There's nothing that I can improve there. I'm sure that there, there will definitely always be improvements. But if I can turn up to trials and just walk away from it and, and see those little improvements in those areas around the technical stuff and the free swimming, I'll be pretty happy with that, yeah.
2: <laughs> could I go back to the altitude camp? So you'd say mm-hmm. you've changed your breathing pattern. And obviously, mm-hmm. when you go to altitude, it's, it's harder to breathe because oxygen and air is, is thinner. That must have been pretty hard if you're doing, you know, tough, let's say, VO2 sets. Like, how was that?
1: It was horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) imagine. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was the worst. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it was really tough. I mean, we made the change we started making even before um, Christmas, and obviously we were out in altitude in October, Mm. so the building blocks we started putting in place there and uh, yeah, it was really tough, and there were sets where I was getting really frustrated. I won't lie. And, um, may yes, yeah, but it was just a matter of patience, really. I could see from uh, the underwater filming that we'd done, uh, the feedback from Dave mm. and just how it felt. I could see that making this change was re- was making a really, really positive impact on my stroke. So, as much as it sucked, <laughs> <that> <laughs> I hated it, <laughs> and there were points where I was like are we absolutely mental for making quite a significant change in Olympic year? Like, should mm. I just stick through it? Um, I think that now we are starting to really see like the positive side of it. And uh, yeah, it was just the fact that I, I don't know. I just knew, I just knew it was going to work. So um, I just stuck with it, even though, yeah, it wasn't easy.
0: <laughs> it's the confidence wow. you almost have in Dave right now. I feel like that mm-hmm. that's the leading light in why you essentially, you let him lead you into that that pain yeah if that makes sense yeah um you've got <laughs> yeah. another world champion in the squad now so yes. everything seems to be like actually things have gone right for the dave Heming squad for a little while they mm-hmm. just not have yeah. the spotlight they deserve so yeah. what's he doing that makes you so comfortable to trust him to so give mm-hmm. you the confidence to follow him whatever not whatever he says what's the word i'm looking for what what gives follow you so much blindly. confidence to, to follow his advice
1: <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it um i mean to be honest i think it's because dave is so thorough in what he does mm. there's never a stone left unturned never a question that um he he doesn't ask or that you can't ask to him that he'll sort of like turn down and just be like now nah, we don't need to worry about that if anything, Dave definitely overthinks a few things. So, um, uh, it's, uh, it's that, like, it's, it's just that, you know, that, um, the confidence that he then kind of gives you, cause you're like, yes, like you, you just know what you're talking about. I understand it completely. And, uh, he's not afraid to be challenged on things either. Okay. Um, mm. like, I'll oh, more than happily, if there's, if there's something that's not that I feel like, mm, maybe I want to do a bit more volume or, or just something like that, he'll, uh, he's more than happy to listen, take it on board and make the changes. It's not, a. I think um, the fact that it's always such a collaboration in what, in in, like the work that he does and and the coaching and the group, it's never like a dictatorship, like you must do this, you must do that with zero backing to it, just like when you ask why you're doing it or just because it is what it is. No, there will always be a really valid um, reason that that he can give you so yeah. um yeah, I think that's where the, the faith comes yeah. from, definitely.
2: <laughs> well, it's just teamwork and trust in the process. I think a lot of some of us would agree with that. And yeah. obviously Dave mm-hmm. has done his, his homework on on yeah. everything, I imagine, and probably mm-hmm. done too much homework. So yeah. it's clearly mm-hmm. working for, yeah. for all of you at the moment. We've obviously spoken about some of the Brits already, um, mm-hmm. Freya Corbett being one of them. Um yeah. how is she to train with and, you know, stuff like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it definitely, uh, especially on this altitude camp, just being, I mean, you could like feel the atmosphere in the camp. It was everyone was there to work hard. There really wasn't any sort of moaning or complaining. Um, It was the most I think I've seen the entire group just go, right, we're going to put in a shift here. And absolutely everyone did. There was constant encouragement going on across the pool as well um between like all the swimmers even if say you weren't doing a hard set no I mean there was one day I was doing like 50s flying I remember Katie Shanahan just calling over from like two lanes like go Laura and I was like (laughs) 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 um yeah as your as um, your
2: goggles fill with water yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, yeah no and uh especially um Freya as well I mean I know that She's like mentioned to you guys those 400 IMs that she was doing at the end of every practice with Max. Yeah, yeah, which were, I mean, really inspiring to watch, really, because like I I remember getting to so many of the end of the training sessions and I was doing a little kick set as my extra and she had to do this 400 IM and getting to the end of the set, like sometimes, you know, that's the last thing you want to do is then go, right, I've just done really hard race pace or something okay now do a 400 IM and work on your turns um but to give them both credit they Mm. 100 percent did it and committed to it right from the get-go um which was so impressive and also Mm. um kind of motivating as well to see like that going on in the pool it makes you want to work harder and go okay well they're pushing so what else could i push Mm. and it kind of goes back and forth like that yeah
2: Especially when the the result is a yeah, gold medal at the World Championships. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's a pretty good outcome, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, definitely. No, it was uh, it was just so good to see the whole group went into Worlds in yeah a little bit in the dark, a little bit like we're not really sure how this is going to go. But no, I mean, I think I think the results really spoke for themselves. So yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: What What was the experience of Worlds kind of from? inside because from us looking on outsides a february worlds was the weirdest thing to try and get our heads around to prep a big meet this time of year as mm-hmm. how we cover it and what was it like to be a swimmer there what did yeah. it feel like
1: yeah it was it was just it was really unique i mean obviously the experience actually at the worlds i mean it, it runs just the same as any other major meet there's no differences there and i mean especially when um the world record got dropped in the men's Mm. freestyle on the first night um that definitely was a little bit of a wake up like oh okay this is this is fast like people are are going fast here because there was so much you know controversy around oh is it going to be what like basically yeah what what's going to happen um but actually being there i mean it was it just it did feel really like the same as any other world championships i think the only difference for us as a like a team like as a british swimming squad we all sort of like it it was just slightly more tailored individually we all had different like travel days so Mm. that kind of Mm. fitted around everyone people coming back from altitude and when you're racing it was very much a we're here like get in do your job and then get back to training straight away Mm. it wasn't uh let's do a you know a big holding camp before and then let's stay on until the end and all like celebrate at the end as well there as there was none of like the i don't know what it's called the razzmatazz around <laughs> <laughs> around the that. Uh, yep. yep around the competition it was very it was just kind of almost a bit more simplified like yeah. right we're just here to go here to race do your thing and then um get back get back to training basically yes yeah.
0: it sounds like a logistical nightmare for like the behind <laughs> the scenes stuff it does like yeah. the work that must <laughs> yeah. have gone in for them
1: yeah no i wouldn't have i wouldn't want to be the person in charge of um doing flights and stuff oh, that God. would have, oh, that man. wouldn't have been a fun job yeah because some of them went all, on to Australia. All credit to them yeah it, it it kind of worked so um yeah, yeah no
2: well, how was the team the British team as a whole I mean to come mm-hmm. away with eight medals, seven in a pool, one in open water, um, mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of unlucky fourths as well. Mm-hmm. Um, were British swimming happy with the the results and the outcome in Doha?
1: Yeah, definitely I think so. I think um, again, going in with very little expectations and just that this was going to be a, a meet very focused on process. I think um, even, well, even the fourths, the fifth, and the non-medal mm. performances, there's definitely something that everyone was able to learn from and like take away. Mm. So, um, no, I think overall the team, I mean, everyone was in really good spirits. I think everyone had a really good, had, had a really good time. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, just a little bit different to the normal, to the normal yeah. setup.
2: Yeah yeah right
0: well laura thank you so much for joining us very quickly on this week's episode of the propulsion <laughs> swim podcast it's been great catching up with you like understanding what happens at worlds and best mm-hmm. of luck now leading on to london which is yeah. what like six seven weeks
2: time it's exciting yeah wow. it was, it's yeah
1: six weeks yeah
2: Yeah. hopefully they introduce you as in lane four or whatever lane you're in <laughs> the champion of the world
1: <laughs> i'm a dart that'd fan, be good so that, yeah, yeah that'd be quite
2: cool yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, congratulations yeah. on that. By the way, we probably shouldn't yeah, say that a little absolutely. bit more. That is a fantastic achievement, no, and is. hopefully, it bodes well for for trials and then fingers crossed into into Paris as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I hope so too. I think uh, yeah, good, not bad for February, you know. <laughs> yes Exactly.
0: Yes, yeah. we've said that so many times on this podcast already. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> so great to have Laura Stevens on this podcast. Fantastic achievement, and brilliant to see the confidence that she's gained from this medal and um, we we've yeah. always been very excited about the two fly and what's what she's really capable oh, of definitely yes. um let's kind of round up the dave hemmings squad reaction or squad performance with the women's four by two silver because he had three swimmers in that relay uh lucy really? hope was really? the other one That's right. um a silver and beating the aussies is always a good <laughs> bonus there's a great stepping stone here in the fact that this relay team is only going to get stronger Yes. Leading into Paris with Freya Anderson potentially to come in. Yes, mm-hmm. the Aussies, Americans, and Chinese will definitely
2: get stronger and the Canadians. But this yep.
0: is an Olympic final relay.
2: Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And if you throw in Freya Anderson as well we can get another two, maybe even three seconds faster. I know the Australians are going to be standout favourites when, <laughs> when you throw in the rest of those swimmers. But um, these girls swam very well. We've spoken about Freya Colbert very briefly. She's mm-hmm. a 157 low. Uh, but I think the sum of the four was Abby Wood. I, d- I wasn't aware that she could go a 156. I know really takeover, She's but 156. Done. She's always been good. Yeah, I didn't think she was that strong at it. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah Actually, she my surprise was progress. Middy. Yes, that was my second surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, one fifty-eight from Mehdi is is good going, since though she's predominantly a hundred metre So Hey, that's, look, that's she's fast right? be
0: becoming a relay cog in any relay.
2: It seems that way. Yeah, yeah. Especially like a couple of years ago, she was being almost tested, wasn't she, in the hundred free, the two hundred free, in every, every relay, and she has done brilliantly, and that's why she's now part of the team as um, a key cog, like you say.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about the rest of the British swimming squad then. I'm going to go straight to Adam Peaty. What were your thoughts on his week as a whole?
2: Uh, ultimately, I think he swam really quite well. I was not expecting him to go 58 point. I thought he point would six, go yeah. 50, 59 mids to high, that like, just, just, just under the sub-minute. The fact that he's gone quite far beneath that, I know that was the semi-final swim and the final was a little bit slower. He, he wants to go quicker through the rounds, as every swimmer does. Um, I think he should take a lot of confidence from that and he, he will should, yeah i think so i know he didn't he, he got bronze ultimately but i think that's a really confidence building swimmer and he's like a bit like all the other swimmers they've just come off this really hard training camp oh uh, yeah in thailand, in thailand right thailand. yeah yeah no i assume there was no break no rest it was literally maybe a on a drop taper yeah but it's not proper and you know what adam's like he only swims really really well in the summer mm. um and I know you've done a bit of research on this, but uh-huh. if you compare uh-huh. the times of what he's done in previous years, he's going the fastest he's ever been this time of year. Which, like, people won't know that.
0: People mm. won't notice that. They say a 58 and Adam's PB is a 56, and they'll be like, oh, okay, he didn't win the final either. Um, yep. So they won't take notice of that semi-final swim. I, I took notice. There's a video out on our main channel. If anyone wants to go and watch it, I'll probably link it about here on YouTube If you're mm. if you're watching there. But, yeah, 58.6 is actually the fastest he has ever been in February. Yeah. And only in 2020 and 2021 has he gone fast, faster in March. Which, yep. and I can tell you, the 2020 speed was nuts. Had those Olympics not been delayed, oh, who yeah. knows what could yeah. happen. happened. who knows. Um, but he's even going faster now than when he was swimming his world record. So we always yes. know Adam needs that taper. He needs the big meat the summer to swim mm. very, very fast. For him to be going faster than he's ever gone, and for there to be like a glaring, glaring weakness again in his start, <sighs> yeah, actually fills me with massive confidence that this summer isn't as dead as everyone thought it was.
2: Well, if you take a look at his 50, his start was so bad, yep. but then <laughs> swim speed, swim speed, he was coming through the pack like he used to do back in the yeah. day. So swim speed is obviously there or thereabouts. I'm sure he needs to do a few more fine tuning, but mm. fix a start and then suddenly you're doing as good as you've ever done. I suppose the only if you flip it a little bit, you look at all the other swimmers and they're swimming the fastest they've yeah, ever faster, done yeah. as well. So, I mean, they're all on the same playing field, I guess. But uh, from Adam's <laughs> point of view, Let's be positive. It's, 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 it's a good sign for Adam. And uh, I'm 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 feeling a lot more confident. I was never not confident anyway. But leading into Paris, I think he is definitely on a podium for sure. Um, but it's whether he wins gold. That's the that's the question. And weirdly, like the pressure is off a little bit now. Well, it's all on Chen Haiyang, right? Yeah, a little. So, it's weird yeah. to think that, but I yeah. feel like it is.
0: Yeah. Oh god, right. Good, other medals, other medals that we came away with. Ben Proud in the 50 meters three, the third. World Championships in a row, he's meddled. Yeah. But we I'm going to talk about Cam McAvoy. He got <laughs> yeah. a lot... I say a lot slower through the round. Ra- he got slower through the rounds. To go like 0.4 slower through the rounds isn't that much of a difference. But yeah. I do think Ben Proud has shown the way to beat him, which is get out fast and put some pressure on because I think Cam felt that Ben was ahead at 15. And it, it, it wow. just took him by surprise
2: slightly well the thing is everyone should know because I've banged on about this enough times but Ben's got the best start <laughs> in world swimming bar Dressel but Dressel's not quite in the picture just yet so yeah. I would assume Cam would know Ben would be at the front for the first 15 meters it's just a swim speed that Cam McAvoy relies on uh yes again you want to go quicker through the rounds but the heat swim it's pretty difficult to go faster than that 21-1. 21-1. Wow. <laughs> like, God, if you go quicker through the rounds, you're hitting a world record by the time the final comes round, Maybe that was the aim, who knows. But it's, it's a 50-meter. I mean, he maybe got one slip on one of the strokes or the dive wasn't okay. quite a yeah. streamlined. something, you know. Um, but the Ben Proud has been very consistent. I mean, it's, it's a tough race to be consistent on. You would know being a sprinter once upon a time. Um, the fact that he's doing it year in, year out at every major international is a is a credit to him and his training and everything that he's doing. It's a little
0: bit like Adam for Ben to be going this fast this early on in the year. Yeah. Exciting,
1: yeah, like, very much so. He
0: he, his mind will have been fully sharpened by Cam going twenty one two, twenty one one, all yeah. over last year, yeah. this year, and it, like for him to be going, what was it, twenty one four? He went in the semi finals yeah. and final. Very that's, good. <laughs> that's very good. A year ago, that would have won. Uh, the 53 by body length.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I wonder if it's the same sort, of, same sort of scenario where there's no pressure on Ben. It's all no, on not Cam. Now. So it, 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 they they have, let's their, their, say, the favourite going into Paris, but they could very much win gold ahead of them. Mm. I suppose we should probably talk about the, the gold millis in that race because his start was yeah. worse than what Adams was in the 50 breaststroke, and yet his <laughs> swim speed, I don't think I've ever seen anyone swim so fast. He came through the field and then, out touched um, cam at the end. Yeah, I seen
0: some race data on this and the last 15 meters he actually negative split from the first 50 of uh, from the middle 15 meters. Oh, that which is, is
2: mad unheard sad. of. <laughs> I don't know how he's done that. Like he negative split you, of oh, 50 insane but another name to watch out for if he can nail his start then maybe he's the one to hit the world record then yeah yeah, you never know
0: so there's always Dressel to come back ryan held maybe as well um the other medal that came was the mixed medley uh we predicted the lineup correctly which i'm proud of but this is what happens if you listen to the propulsion swimming podcast and you hear the interviews with matt richards the hundred fly was on the radar maybe because of this um a nice bronze, a nice building step, really, because that relay is only going to get stronger.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I didn't really have too many other takeaways from that.
2: Uh, I suppose Matt doing a fly is a big takeaway. To go 52 is pretty good, again, from a relay takeover, but still 52-8. Um, I suppose the biggest, in terms of time here, Anna went 52-5. Like, I, <laughs> okay. don't think, I don't think she's been faster than that uh, since Tokyo. When, since when this they won relay the, in the world Tokyo, record. Yeah. Yeah, so she's doing very well. Something's working she's for landed. her, but she, she's she been on it as long as I can remember, enough. actually. Yeah, she's been nailing it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how she does when she fully tapers uh, for trials and then consequently, hopefully, Paris as well. So hmm. that's probably my biggest toko from that race here. Um,
0: Other thoughts about British swimming then? I think we were just very unlucky with a few fourths. This is oh. why the double digit didn't come in. Matt in the hundred free. Although for him to be going, what was it, a 47-7 this time of year? This was like his again, off benchmark no meet, essentially. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. this is the benchmark, everything else is faster. From now on, it's just like, okay, yeah, I British know. record might go at trials in 103 Hopefully. again. Hopefully, um, yeah. Lauren, incredibly unlucky in the 50 back not to back it up again, get another yeah. medal. Again, um,
2: it's a 50 swim, though, so something could, could have happen. gone wrong, a little, little edge. I suppose one of the bigger talking points, and some people might look at this in a slightly different way, where Olympic champions were after the world record, but became fourth in the men's 4x2. So I suppose there's a big talking point. But again, we've got so many more names to throw in there, and there's tapers to be had. But again, a fourth, and it's just unlucky that we didn't get a medal there.
0: A little bit. I'd sit up slightly and take notice of what else went on in that race. There were three 143s for from- yeah. China, Korea, and America. So suddenly you're like, okay, we've got to be on yeah. it at the Olympics. That gold is yeah. not going to be handed to us. And I think certainly the odds have lengthened slightly on British women getting that yeah, gold. Yeah, so yeah. Um but yeah, like we spoke to Matt after World's Last Year and maybe needing a race is what actually finally gets on that world record.
2: Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah, we've got other names to add in. Tom, who went for the purpose of the 4 by one relay to get qualified for Paris, he'll be thrown in there. Uh, he needs a, a taper as well, as well mm. as Matt, as well as Duncan. Um, Jimmy's to be added as well. So we've got names to be added. I wouldn't be, Why? Well, yeah, I'd be slightly concerned. The other countries are catching up. <laughs> and it's you know before Concerned. it was okay. al- it was almost guaranteed gold wasn't it in that event it's not anymore it's just not anymore the americans are extremely strong and if you got huang sun woo swimming like he has and then other chinese swimmers doing what they're doing yeah we need to take note that we've got to be on it definitely
0: yeah um let's talk about that four-way one then because you said mm. tom dean that was the purpose of going out there finally qualified for the olympics gave himself yeah. an extra world championships to do it um It was interesting. Like the heat swim left a lot to be desired. Um, Mm. The selectors put in Jacob Whittle on the first leg after he did a. Yeah, you weren't happy with that. I thought, wow, that's a way to knock a man's confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But each to their own, they got safely through the rounds and the time was hit in that heat swim. So then the final, (laughs) they could risk it a bit. But.
2: We'll have to message Jacob because maybe he requested to go first because maybe maybe. he wants the time. I don't know, so that could be Um, a factor.
0: But essentially, the final two legs of Matt and Duncan was what saw them through to the final Mm. um, because at one point it wasn't looking too promising. Oh, I know. Um, Yeah. And as part of that relay, Duncan actually had a really good meet. I know he didn't come away with any silverware, but Mm. tough schedule. He gave himself a tough schedule, and he did look fast.
2: Yeah, he looks okay. He looks pretty good, to be fair, and I, I assume he's trying to give him a tough schedule to try and get himself race-ready for trials. I don't know if, I assume he's going to do Edinburgh International, I don't know for sure, um, but maybe this is his last competition before trials, so he's That's trying true. to get as many races in as possible. That would be uh, an understandable plan, to try and do as many races now. Uh, but yeah, I, in Duncan we trust, he will always pull through, <laughs> I think. Um, Again, the, the two and three at trials is uh, anyone's guess at the moment of the top two. Yeah? But the two and three is looking solid. I've got to say no, that. Absolutely.
0: Um, and I'll, I'll kind of round out this British swimming talk then. And we'll flow it into the internationals by talking about Abbey and the two AM. So mm. I think what we found out at this meet is the two AM <laughs> Paris is going to be oh man, one of, if not the deepest and fastest fields at the whole games because kate douglas goes to 207 uh two oh seven zero to win quick. gold sydney pickram swims a 208 which is her i think it was her second fastest time ever in figs so, yeah. she had a brilliant meet and yep. I, to make a final in the 2im for Abbey in the summer that's 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 suddenly the goal
2: very very tough it's really so hard. So hard. I mean, some of the names that weren't there, some of McIntosh, Kayleigh McEwen, uh, Yu Ting Alex was Walsh. there. Alex Walsh wasn't there. That's it's three of them. Hashi. Yuya Hashi. There's so many names to be added on top of the names we've just said, like Gorbenko, Abby, Yuya Ting. It's stacked. Like, oh, it's it <laughs> so cool exciting. Program. We keep going on about how good and how deep men's distance swimming is. Like, it's a golden era. I think we're in a golden era. It might even be better than the men's yeah, just swimming. Nuts. Honestly, insane. So yeah, I don't, what's the aim for Abby? Yeah, obviously you've got to make a final, then you've got a shout, obviously. But that yeah. is a
0: tough old field, that. Do you know what's even more impressive about 200 metres individual medley for the women? You've got what? that depth, and that Katinka Hosu world record still feels safe.
2: That's strange, isn't it? It is it's, strange. It's you a 206-1. You think with all those names, you think, right, surely that record's going to go. But... Kate Douglas, we're talking about how good that time was. It's still a second off. Yeah. I know summer, massive. summer last year in March, I think it was, 2.068. So she's the only one that's gone two, six recently. But still got some work to go, you know. So, yeah. yeah, very exciting. And if that world record does go, maybe that's one of the best swims we will possibly see at the Paris Olympics. Who knows?
0: Well, yeah, who knows what other swims could come out. I'm not predicting wow. it in February, Dan. Well, oh, you that's can't, a podcast you can't, for a different day. Yeah. And let, let's talk about the best swim of the meet then, because it was a world record's gone in February, a 46.8 in mm. the 100 meters freestyle for Pan Zhang Li. It felt like just yesterday, the whole world of swimming was waxing lyrical about David Popovich, and now yeah. his world record has gone. Um, yeah. The 100 meters freestyle is going to be super, super competitive in Paris, especially when you've got a guy like Pan taking it twenty two to two to his feet. Yes, that was the, the most insane 50, thing. And yeah. then you've got Popovich and Chalmers who are gonna come back at him.
2: Yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's very exciting. It's so strange how this event is being dominated, let's say, by teenagers. You would have thought like the hundred meter <laughs> freestyle, you need to be quite, you know, stocky, like quite big like quite Not big anymore. and strong. Doesn't seem that way. You've got to be quite tall lanky slight because i don't know what's it's going technique. on but we the te- it is the technique that it seems it's still like a gallop but it's a lot flatter and mm. there's amazing underwater shots where he's actually his hand hand entry and there's zero bubbles so he's putting 100% water which is clearly a big thing that's great for him and mm. the turn is, is solid um but yeah, I think the technique is a big talking point because you look at Popovich, it's kind of up and downy and like Phelps is yeah. kind of up and downy. And whereas Panzani is very much it's a full propulsion forward momentum, isn't it? Very like, very interesting. Sounds like
0: there is a breakdown video on its way there, Dan.
2: I mean, maybe, maybe. It's 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 good to do a bit of a comparison between him and Popovich. The fact that they are, like I said, slight and lean and yet they're doing these sort of times over 100 metres. It's very exciting. It just it begs the question, like how far can this world record go? Like there's, yeah, there's, It's very interesting. I don't know what to make of it, to be personal. But Panzan Lee was outstanding. <laughs> uh, the, I had a bit of a question because he hit the world record in the relay, but you've mm. got to back it up in the individual. And he did. Yeah. And, he did. He did. Um, and it was a solid time. Not a world record again, but it was like 47-4 or 5, so, which is solid, again, in February. Um, but he came <laughs> away with four goals, I think it was, in the relays as well on top of. So, yes, very strong showing from him.
0: While we're talking four golds and outstanding swimmers, then, should we finish the roundup of this with... Oh, I'm going to say this. The greatest female swimmer of all time? Ooh. It's very if close said, with her and Ledecky. Sarah Sjostrom... If Shostrum, the greatest
2: female sprinter, then I'd agree with yeah. Difficult if it's your saying the whole female. But anyway, carry on. Yes.
0: Sarah Sjostrom, to me, looks faster than ever, which is very exciting because going into tokyo she yeah. had just come off the back of what was it like a dislocated el- elbow shoulder injury
2: yeah something like that yeah it, and it baffles she, me how she got she's 0. doing so well
0: she got point two off her 50 fly world record and that world mm. record is with a massive wind assist
2: yes yeah that I, that that blew my mind <laughs> that, that swim. Like, you fully expect her to come through the field because she is the fastest woman on the planet on, on top of water when it comes to Butterfly. But then you look at the time at the end, you think, wow, what was the world record again? I had to double check. What's the <laughs> world record here? 40, uh, 24-4, so she's point two off. That world record is one of the hardest world records to yep. get, period. And the fact that she got that close, not wind-assisted, in February. Um, yeah, very, very exciting. It's just a shame it's not happening in Paris, obviously. Um, well... Let's talk about the event that is happening in Paris then, the 53. Yes. She
0: was 800th off the board. Record. That, that's <laughs> yeah. even more impressive. Yeah,
2: then. yeah. Oh, it's insane. I, I I, don't know what to say, actually. She's just blowing my mind every time she swims at the moment. Like We had a bit of a, resur- a resurgence of Australian sprinters, You know, Shayna Jackson, Emma McKeon, but she's almost put those to uh, since... and she's head and shoulders again, better than the rest of the world. And um 50, yeah. I, I don't know what to say what was it the sixth straight 50 flywood yeah uh, title um she is no doubt a legend of the sport and she's definitely got her hand up whether she's the best female swimmer of all time definitely the best sprinter that's without any question mm. um will she be bigger than the deckie that's the question but they're still both swimming, going so it's difficult to to say they need to both retire and we'll judge it after that i guess <laughs> okay
0: fine um <laughs> who's your swimmer of this meet then we'll finish with that
2: um I would I think I would say Claire Kazan I think world Aquatics got it right on the female side I would say Claire Kazan the times yes it was a triple gold which is uh, what we used to be unheard of before last year hmm. um, I know the names weren't there but the times were were good a 58 and 100 back showke is is solid I know she's not a 50 meter swimmer, but a 27 point and then a 205 that that's I think that's pretty solid for me what about you um, I think
0: I'll stick with what World Aquatics gave it to, Dan Whiffin.
2: Yeah, like, I think they got it right. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know yeah. it's quite hard when we've literally just talked Pang Zan Lee had four golds, but Dan Whiffin is. He did Ledecky things to Wellbrook. It just. Yes. Wellbrook's a very, very good swimmer and he made him look very, very ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, um, he did. Yeah, so just so excited for Paris now and I'm so excited that this is actually never going
2: to happen again um <laughs> oh in terms of worlds being in february yeah in case yeah, you yeah. missed
0: it during the world championships it was announced the next few stages of world championships and beijing 2029 which feels like forever away but it will be here before we know it <laughs> yeah um means that there isn't going to be a world champs world champs in 2028 so we're back to the two-year cycle we've got rid of all the co- mm. covid pandemic damage which Restores a little bit of the value of worlds for me, and I'm really, ex- I'm, yeah. I'm glad that's happened because the swimming I, I think the it's need. I it. think
2: it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. It's difficult when you have uh, Olympic champions that aren't taking part in the World Championships. I yeah. think that's bizarre, um, and I get it. I understand why some swimmers haven't swam in this world because Olympics is obviously the end goal here, um, and it does. I think you said it. It kind of devalues it a little bit a when. Bit the top swimmers on the planet aren't taking part in the world championships that it mm. doesn't sit right with me so the fact that it's going back to normal i think is only a good thing
0: okay so that just about rounds up this week's episode of the propulsion swimming podcast if you have enjoyed it please subscribe on youtube apple podcast leave us a review wherever you listen as well we will be back next week and we will be reviewing the bucks swimming championships which are happening wow in like a few days time they are fast approaching straight after worlds this is the crazy silly season we're still in now um we're racing towards trials and we can't wait for you to join us along the way um so me and dan will see you in seven days time
2: yeah thanks for listening everyone and we'll catch you on the next
0: one
1: you've been listening to the propulsion swimming podcast
2: with scott and dan we want to thank you for joining us and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as checking out the Propulsion Swimming YouTube channel for weekly
0: tutorials and videos to get your swimming fix. We will be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one.